0: And welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Liar, Liar, Mom on Fire, the supernatural podcast for Onstageblog at Onstageblog.com. I am thrilled that you're joining us for our third episode, where we're, we're going to be digging into what I feel is like the first scary episode of this series. That's just my own take, but uh-huh. we'll, we'll get into all of that, called Dead in the Water. Mm-hmm. But I'm joined first, as always, by my wonderful co-host and wife. Or maybe I should say wife, then co-host. I don't know which one is more important, but Nicole Peterson, how are you?
1: I'm good. Thank you.
0: Glad that you're back um, doing this podcast. First two podcasts, tremendous success, great response. I know today's a little bit weird recording, a little bittersweet. Um, If we sound like we're talking louder, it's because-
1: Our son's not home. Our son is not (laughs) home right now. He's actually
0: in kindergarten. Uh, and uh, we're able to actually talk at full voice, which will be, I think, an ongoing thing now. Now that he's in kindergarten, well, we can... I know. <laughs> so, um, yeah, first day at kindergarten it was a tough day. It's a tough day,
1: but, but he was so happy. Yeah, so it's okay. Yeah, he's just you know, feeling all the feelings. Exactly.
0: <laughs> so let's talk about a show about dead boys. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's like perfect,
0: perfect timing, right? Um, um, anyway, so we're going to dig into episode three today, called "Dead in the Water."
1: If you can hear me please, please. I'm sorry. I'm Dad, so no. sorry. It. Look at a little ball, Please stop.
0: The episode premiered on September twenty seventh, two thousand five. It was directed by Kim Manners. It was written by Sarah Gamble and Ra- Raelle Tucker. So all female creative team on this episode, which I think is awesome. Yeah, very very cool, especially for 2005, which I think is awesome. So good for them on that end. Like I said, this was this was the first what I felt was like the first like truly scary episode for me.
1: Agree to disagree. Okay,
0: well we'll we'll get into that. <laughs> um, but I've got a secret to tell you about this episode, Nicole.
1: Mm-hmm. A little
0: bit of a revelation here. Uh, this was actually the first episode of Supernatural that I've ever seen. Really? Yeah. So when you started watching Supernatural yes. and things like that, I came into it late. I think I don't know when, you know, where you were in terms of your on viewing what
1: level rewatch, on what level of rewatch what, and things like binge. that. Exactly.
0: But this was the first actual episode that I saw, and I remember the first actual image of Supernatural that I saw was the um, the sun drowning in the sink.
1: Oh. And I was like, what is this show?
0: Like, what is going on? And it, well, it definitely... was right
1: after we got married. So, little did you know that that's basically what I watch every day. Yeah. So, talk about like surprises after you get married. But
0: um, yeah, so this was definitely the first episode that I actually saw. So, it was interesting kind of going back and rewatching it. But um, a lot of thoughts on this episode, uh, a lot of things to discuss. Mm-hmm. But let's first get into the Netflix uh, synopsis uh, of how they describe this episode. And I gotta be honest with you, the synopsis is actually uh, pretty accurate for this episode. It's um, They describe it as, in a small town in Wisconsin, Sam and Dean investigate a series of mysterious drownings officially explained as suicides. Mm-hmm. So, not giving too much away. No. Which I appreciate. Yes. Um, and, you know, accurate, I would yes. say. There you go. There you go. So, um, Nicole, let's yes. start off by just talking about some of the general observations that you had uh, re-watching this episode and some mm-hmm. general thoughts and things like that.
1: So, number one, I was just surprised, and I don't know why it hadn't occurred to me until this watch, but of just how many callbacks there were to Jaws, to, uh, you know, Camp Crystal Lake, Mm. and all of that, and just, you know, well, the drowning kid anyways, if you're talking about Jason. I mean, there's that written all over it. But um, I think in the past, I've just always been so caught up in Sam and Dean that I hadn't kind of looked at the world around them, and the opening shots were just so Jaws, and there's just so many other call-outs to different uh, genre movies, which yeah. I really enjoyed this time, and I don't know why I hadn't really thought about it. In the a
0: lot of homages to other horror tropes, so to speak. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, that opening shot, definitely homage uh, to Jaws. A lot of uh, Friday the 13th mm-hmm. in this. Um, also, like little things like um, Ghosts in Water, it seems that's like a big thing nowadays um, that you saw started to see, um, and then like kids drawing like creepy drawings. Like
1: I don't know where does the kid drawing creepy drawing thing come from? The because... ring,
0: um, like oh. Children of the Corn, like just like oh, yeah. There's something okay, I guess. I guess there's something very creepy when you ask a kid to describe what they're seeing and then they draw something that's like so beyond scary that it's oh, like...
1: see, but Sam yesterday drew a picture of me being hurt by laser dolphins. So. <laughs> so, well, there, there you go. That <laughs> Maybe shit, that's why it did not bother very me. very ominous. Um, <laughs>
0: ominous. So there you go. There you go. But yeah, so I, I, you're right. I did notice that there were a lot of um homages and tropes and things mm-hmm. like that in this episode. Also, a really strong episode when it comes to how it looked as well. I mean, mm-hmm. this really... You you had these grand set pieces with this wonderful lake Mm -hmm. location. It just felt bigger in terms of the past episodes.
1: It did, but I also appreciate that it still looks like the same show. Mm -hmm. So even though the first episode was very Haunted House and the second episode was Lost in the Woods, the third episode takes place in a completely different place, they are all cinematically very the same. Mm. And I really appreciate that because... I feel like if you're looking at shows that are really just so episodic, sometimes they can all look different.
0: Right. Great, exactly. Yeah, no, just just a really strong episode all all around. Um, I think, you know, well, the first episode really sets the table for what the overall, you know, reaching arc of this, you know, this storyline is going to be. Um, and episode two was kind of like, eh, like kind of just a long episode. doesn't really go anywhere. <laughs> this one really felt like them starting to get into a rhythm, so to speak, when it comes to um, the hunting, the mm-hmm. investigation, like them impersonating, you know, officers and agents, because mm-hmm. you see that a bunch, um, you know.
1: I also and so feel so. like the supporting cast was really great. Mm. And as... The seasons go on, the supporting actors become such an integral part to what Supernatural is. It's, you know. Right. But this is kind of the first time where I'm really connecting to who the supporting characters are. I love the guy who played Bill Carlton.
0: Mm-hmm. I thought... Worst father ever, maybe? Yeah,
1: maybe the worst father in the world, but also a pretty darn good actor. Mm-hmm. Uh Like, <laughs> they had some good kid actors. I mean, just overall... Everything seemed to really complement what the story they were telling.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. Any other general thoughts before we get into our categories? Um,
1: amazing bathtub acting.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I <I'm Which> really. <laughs> I've never, I've never done a scene like that, so I don't know how hard it is to simulate yourself being pulled into a bathtub. But
1: I don't know. But either way, it was a she was doing a good, good job. job. Yeah, and this I've seen this episode at least half a dozen times, if not more, and. Uh, this is the first time I was really emotional when they pulled Lucas out of the water and when they had that like slow-mo shot of Andrea screaming. And I just, I don't know, it's the first time it hit me. Yeah. But I was, you know, feeling Interesting enough, feelings.
0: I mean, we talk about backstage stories. I mean, um, that scene, that, that exact moment where, where Jensen is is pulling up the young boy, you know, he actually said in an interview, this is actually one of his favorite episodes that he's ever done on the show. And how legitimately terrified he was in that scene, because they're actually in a lake. He's—it's not like he's standing in four feet of water and pretending to tread water. He's actually—he's holding the boy who is unconscious, playing Mm -hmm. unconscious, so he's basically dead weight in a way, Mm -hmm. um, and trying to tread water at the same time. So, like uh, the panic that you see in Jensen's eyes in that scene. Mm seems to be genuine Mm -hmm. and so um really adds a whole different level to that scene which i think is pretty cool so yeah anything else before we move on to the the categories
1: no that that was really the big things that stood out to me so
0: good all right well let's get into the categories then so first one is let's talk about the villain this week or the antagonist or the Mm -hmm. you know the spirit what we ask is how bad was the big bad Mm -hmm. and let me ask you that nicole on a scale of like one to ten like how bad is the big bad this week
1: I would say about a five.
0: Wow, that low, huh?
1: I know there were a lot of deaths, mm-hmm. but I looking at who the spirit was, it's a child looking for understanding, not a malicious demon, not like I, I feel like the level of problem it was, you know, mm-hmm. and also, again, they figured it out. They solved the case. It's not something ongoing that's going to keep killing people.
0: Well, do we know that, though?
1: But I think so. They're draining the lake. He got his last killing. Lake's going away. Oh, that's the right. End.
0: That's right. Okay, so yeah, the lake is going away.
1: So not only did they solve the case, but then now the problem will literally be taken away from them. So I, I think... But does
0: the spirit then go where to the water goes? I don't know how this works. I, I, I don't
1: s- think so. <laughs> I mean, it seemed pretty... I mean, yeah, it seemed pretty like the book. Came I mean, to here's close. the thing.
0: I, I would say that the bad this week is pretty bad because they they the this this vengeful spirit of this little boy knows what they're doing. Mm-hmm. They're out for revenge. They kill. You know, he kills multiple people in this episode. He kills what? Um, one, two, three, four, five people in this episode. Uh, attempts to kill a little boy at the end as well. So. I I would put it. I I might not call it a ten because I don't think it has like any goals beyond just getting revenge. But I mean, I think when you rack up a body count like that, it,
1: it deserves at least an eight. In a way, but I mean, aside from being like slimy ghost, to I me, mean, it's just a little kid. See, this is where <laughs> this is where
0: you and I are going to have a constant battle on this podcast. I
1: know you don't like is, creepy children, and they don't I don't bother like creepy me. children,
0: and you 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 know have sympathy so, for them, so. Especially little you, boy ghosts. You
1: ruined it for me. I know. So, um, <laughs> yeah. it's just
0: so cute. Oh, jeez. Okay. Well, there you go. So, we're going to differ on opinion on how bad the Big Bad was. Um, let's get into the next, next section about spookiness and scary uh-huh. moments during the show. Uh, we call this, it's a little spooky, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, any genuinely scary or spine tingling moments for you in this show, this episode?
1: Uh, really, just the fact that. Lake water, you can't see to the bottom of. Nope. And, I mean, we live in a town in the middle of the woods that's full of lakes, and me and my son swim in murky lake water all the time. You did it earlier
0: this week when I wasn't at home, and I I I wanted to to call you and be like,
1: (laughs) "Don't don't
0: you know what's in there?
1: Fish.
0: oh man
1: <laughs> but the one that we don't go back to had <clears throat> sea snakes in it no thank you okay. well, there you
0: go <laughs> folks what you need to understand is that you know where we live we we have basically all like settings of supernatural are, are relative <laughs> Victorian to
1: houses creepy yeah. lakes <laughs> so just understand that we
0: anything that that happens in supernatural we're going to relate to some mm-hmm. some place that you know is nearby us
1: so well and speak. that's i just the fact that you can't see to the bottom that's always a little creepy. With that said, water, lakes, that has never scared me. And same same with Friday the 13th and Jason has never really scared me. So the f- overarching feeling of, of that, eh, you know, well, a little <clears throat> creepy. I know, but this is a whole nother level for you. I mean, again, <laughs> those kids,
0: always going to scare me. And being um, outside. Being outside, always going to scare me. And then also like just like that shot of of Lucas or not Lucas the other little boy yeah the ghost boy coming through the water up to yes. grab that shot I'm mm-hmm. I'm not going in a pool or a lake for at least a day actually
1: <laughs> you haven't since we watched I probably it. haven't seen
0: yeah I'm I'm not going anywhere near that because I don't want to see anything like that in the water um, so no thank you no thank you um, all right well let's talk about the song replacements now we had in this episode initially. Um, thanks to, by the way, SupernaturalWiki, by the way, .com, that has all mm-hmm. this data for us. Thank yeah, you super for that. Wiki. Thank you. We actually have the original soundtrack for what was broadcast, and then we have the Netflix soundtrack. which Ooh. you know. So we had some pretty good songs. We had Round and Round by Rat, which is a great song, mm-hmm. and then Moving On by Bad Company, uh, Two Days Gone by Billy Squire. So you just had good songs, and they were all replaced. Yes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: instead we got a song called All the Way by jd bradshaw they want it by robin barrett which plays in the car when the um we don't want to have a hug do we? right uh and then late night fade by three 383 stroker which plays at the end i was that's, that's the winner i was for about me. to say that's the one for me that is a terrible song um you know, let's, now let's, i'm
1: back on the road chasing every stone yeah
0: <laughs> so let's get into our next category hey i know you Mm -hmm. I mean, we know that this show, since it's been around since 2005, um, there's been a lot of people on it. Not necessarily the history of, like, you know, Law & Order in terms of seeing, like, you know, Academy Award winners on the show, so to speak. But
1: a lot of people... There are Tony Award winners. There are Tony Award winners. We'll we'll get into that. We'll (laughs) get into that.
0: Um, But there have been people on the show that have gone on to having, you know, pretty substantial careers. And in this episode, uh, the one that stood out to me was Amy Acker, who plays Andrea. Mm -hmm. Uh, And uh, she's been on virtually, like, every major... TV show you possibly can think of, um, but also
1: a lot of great Lifetime Christmas movies. A lot of great Lifetime Christmas <laughs> movies.
0: Um, probably most notably maybe known, maybe Hallmark.
1: Also, <laughs> there you go.
0: Uh, she's had multiple roles on Person of Interest, uh, where she was on like sixty-five episodes of that. Um, so yeah, she, she was on, She had a lead role on the the show Dollhouse um, as well. So she's had a, a pretty substantial. Um, you know, television and, and lifetime movie mm-hmm. career. So definitely shout out to Amy Acker. And actually, to be quite honest with you, I thought she was great in this episode. Like, yeah. Strong actress. That's you what know. I'm
1: saying. I feel like all the supporting actors were really fantastically cast and did a great job because there wasn't... Sometimes I'm like, eh, mm-hmm. and maybe they just, you know, who got that guy? Right. But...
0: <laughs> and I think she had some great moments with Jensen in this yeah. episode. I mean, this is where you start to see Jensen... A little bit more dimension to him as a character. Like um, hey, Jensen as a
1: character. I mean, we sort of Dean. I'm calling <laughs> by his actual name. Um,
0: I think, yeah, this is where you get to see Dean a little bit more of Dean and a little bit yeah. more dimensions to him. And this, I think, he really is the standout. Um, you know, for this episode, so mm-hmm. to speak. So, yeah, there you go. Um, let's talk. Let's talk about quotes. Let's get yeah. into some quotes because we had some good ones. Yeah. Um, this week, Nicole, what are some of your nominees for quote of the show?
1: Uh, let's see. I've got a couple. Really just a fun brother moment that says a lot about Dean as a character when Sam says, name three children that you even know. Mm. (laughs) Always makes me laugh. Um, Oh God, we're not going to have to hug or anything, are we? I think is a great line. And again, it's a nice foreshadowing of what their relationship is to come and how Dean develops. And I think the winner for me is... um, Losing a child is worse than dying, and that's something that's said by a few different characters, and there are different iterations of it throughout the episode, but it's repeated a bunch of times. Yeah, so.
0: definitely, definitely. I think Sam says a good one: people don't just disappear, Dean. Mm-hmm. You know, other people just stop looking for them.
1: Mm-hmm. It's
0: a very ominous uh, tone to it. Um, I do like the fact that they use you know Agent Ford and Agent Hamill in this yes, episode. I love that, which I
1: thought was pretty great. Well, and, and uh, also, uh, did you know that? the uh star wars characters were a big influence on who dean and sam would be so yeah there you go, yep. there you go.
0: but I, I think i'm with you i think that the you know bearing you know your child i think is the worst thing I, that yeah. just because it's repeated multiple times in the episode um
1: but also i mean it means something to the story they're telling yeah too, so
0: definitely definitely so good quote on that end uh, let's talk about our sam and dean moments this yes. week um for you what is your dean moment
1: Uh, If a couple, when he's talking to Lucas, just watching one of your parents die is not something you get over. And uh, when he said, I quit talking or, and my mom wanted me to be brave. And I think about that every day. Those are things that all three of them are really things that kind of help develop who Dean is. We don't know him very well at this point, but, um, especially the quote about Mary, you know, that he tries to be brave for his mother every day, I think was the Dean moment for me.
0: Nice. Nice. Yeah. I think that whole discussion at the playground with the said that, yeah. that was like the standout moment for me. Um, also the fact that he just, he seemed to be a little bit more of a gallant gentleman in this episode overall. <laughs> he
1: can do it. He can do <laughs> he it. You have to believe in he him. He can do it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, Sam, I mean, from my, my one moment was just really him diving into the water to try to save the boy. I mean, he really took a backseat, I felt, in this episode.
1: No, no. You disagree? No, I think even though Dean was in the forefront with his lines, with his physicality, he was kind of centering there, this episode said a lot about how Sam relates to Dean. Um, And not only their conversations in the car and Sam, you know, taking a good dive in the water... But also, I loved him watching Dean talk to Lucas in Lucas's bedroom. And the moment, like, him seeing his brother reveal things to this child that Sam never knew, Mm -hmm. and that those few years that they were apart aren't the only things that they don't know about each other. And I think that's, again, a good nugget about their relationship, but it also was, I think, some really good acting. There you go. For Sam.
0: Good stuff. And he also saves her out of the bathtub, too. I mean, that's... So, well, yes, so that's just saving true. people left and right this week.
1: Well, th- maybe the bathtub moment is Sam's win. <laughs> maybe that's, that's
0: it. There it is. There it is. How about your bromant this week?
1: Oh, there were two um, the diner argument, mm. which I think I love the little snarky conversation. And I also like the fact that it was just a little bit more cutting. And it was a really nice juxtaposition to the talk that they had in the car later. And I loved the talk in the car. And it was just again supernatural building block, right? Yeah. Setting the, setting the tone.
0: There you go. Good stuff. Good stuff. Um, final question: How many Jefferson Starships would you give this episode?
1: I gave it four point five.
0: Really? Yes. Okay. Why? What? Why the 0. 0.5 deduction?
1: Um, only because. I don't like Slimy Lake Children. Okay. Everything else Everything was else great. Everything else is great, but just Slimy <laughs> Ghost Children. Okay. I'm with you. I mean, I gave it a five. I know. I was surprised that because, we...
0: Again, I mean, I think especially when you're coming off, you know, Wendigo, which was just such a lull, so to speak, and then you get this, like, you know, you get this, like, action-packed, you know, mm-hmm. horror film, basically. I mean, it really is a horror film. No, it
1: was. it's a very good episode. Yeah. And I think... I don't know. There's just something, and maybe it's because of where we live and the, th- the things that I choose to do in my free time, like swim in murky lakes. <laughs> there you go. Uh, yeah, it's some of the, it wasn't spooky, it just irked me a little. So I think I'm a 4.5 Jefferson Starship this week.
0: Wow. Wow. Okay. Well, that's going to do it for us on this episode of Liar, Liar, Mom on Fire. Uh, we're going to get right back into the action uh, very, very soon with the next episode, which I don't want to spoil anything, um, and I'm not going to spoil anything, but um, does have quite significance, I guess you could yes. say. Yes. Like, Big the, one. Uh Over, you know, canon of Supernatural, if you will. Uh, That's called Phantom Traveler. Yeah. So we're going to be getting into that next. But thanks for joining us. You can listen to this podcast and all of our podcasts on the OnStage Blog Network at OnStageBlog.com. And also, this podcast can now be heard on not only Spotify, but also Apple Podcasts. So we are all over the place. So feel free to follow us. Please give us a five-star rating or however many stars you feel we should get. um, Because that would definitely help us out as well. But, Nicole, anything you want to add real quick before we... check
1: out have a lovely day yes and for all those parents out there that are also having oh yes
0: don't watch dead in the water after no. the first day of school please because it's just not gonna not gonna do well so um all right well we'll see you right here next week on liar liar mom on fire